0: Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Malone, Certified Conversion Copywriter, Copy Strategist, and Founder of Copyworks. Join me each week as I speak with experts in the fields of marketing, copywriting, decision-making, psychology, and more, all with one goal, to help you attract your ideal customers and inspire them to take action. Today is Robert Quick Bostick. Robert is the CEO and founder of HumorPoint.com. Robert says that he built the world's first suite of professional humor tools so that anyone can use humor well. No new personality is required, just the desire to enjoy humor's unique power to charm people. Make them enjoy your message so you'll be heard, you'll be liked, and you'll be memorable. B2B doesn't have to stand for boring to boring anymore. We're going to talk about what made him... Realize that business people needed professional humor tools to just to make using humor easier and more successful. We're also going to dive into why telling jokes and puns can be risky in business. How do cartoons solve the biggest problem presenters have, their sales, and can men and women both use humor with equal success and a whole lot more? Let's dive right in. Thank you, Robin, for uh, being part of my podcast. I'm Thrilled to have you on. So, thank you for taking the time. Let's just d- dive right in. This is my favorite topic, seriously, one of my favorite topics of all time, which is humor. Great. Um, and it, it seems to be one of those things that B2B does not do a good job of. It's like we're afraid to, to laugh. I don't know, especially like on LinkedIn, you know, there's a mix of some people post humor stuff, some people don't. But what made you realize that like business people needed Professional humor tools, which sounds like a contradiction. But what is what is it that made you realize we need to make humor easier and have it be more successful?
1: Interestingly enough, what happened was in a quick nutshell, I saw someone using a cartoon years ago in a presentation, and it went from boring to brilliant. And and uh, people were bored and, and then looking around, I finally and people started laughing, and I looked up at the screen. This guy had a hilarious cartoon going on. And, uh, and he brought the house down with one single cartoon image. And he went from literally being the last place anybody wants to be right. to everybody was all in. And he had owned the room immediately. So at that point, I thought, wow, I had no idea that humorous images actually can transform people's view of the person presenting them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be funny yourself. You can actually just use humor well and get all the credit for having a great sense of humor. So that shocked me because I didn't I've done stand-up in the past and I spent years noting learning how to craft humorous everything. But the fact that you now anybody had access to it, but no one had already gone into that industry and curated that industry. So I said, well, okay, let's curate that industry. So I created the world's first cartoon search engine to curate that industry. And so now that was my first tool. And then I found out, well actually memes are pretty funny and and there's a great lot of quotes out there. But the truth of the matter is the greatest bounty of phenomenally brilliant humor is in the cartoon industry. You can find memes, they're all out there, but they're a little bit lower brow and and they can be okay. But what most importantly, what I realized is that you've got to give people access to the highest quality humor first. Let them see the best stuff out there and then decide they're still not comfortable with it. Uh, Let them see, well, you know, with this, I could use this. This wouldn't be risky. This actually would be fun. And I I would enjoy sharing this. Mm -hmm. And then of course, then I found out that you know humor is incredibly powerful in viral uses and social, in social and everything. And ever so, there's an old adage which is laughter need not be le- left out of anything because it improves everything. So if it improves everything, then we should be using it, right? And but there's there's tools for everything in business except for humor. So I thought let's get some tools out there. Well, it seems
0: like it's one of those things where you know not every fi- everyone finds the same things funny. So that's where I would imagine you run into some some issues. Do you remember what the cartoon was that the person showed?
1: I, I do. Um, I, I don't even have it around here, but uh, I do. I can't find it right now. Okay. But the truth is that the, the image was a little bit dicey. Uh, it, you know, he, he had to kind of pre- make sure it, was, it landed well, right? Okay. And, and uh, I'll share it with you later. But anyway, so that was an example of him being a little nervous to use it. But it yeah. turned out it was a smash hit. My thing is, is with, for example, my search tool, The Perfect Cartoon, you, you just spend some time looking and, and, and deciding and, and curating yourself. But the most important thing is that you've got to use it. If you don't use it, you're leaving money on the floor or on the cutting room table. Mm-hmm. It's But So here is this remarkable human connection vehicle that people are nervous about. Even in your wonderful post a couple of days ago, you're putting a lot of cautionary thoughts out there. Like, be careful. You know, this thing could, and you can, I I know a guy who who lost his $400,000 a year job because he presented an image and it was, had some religious overtones and some guy didn't like it. And he was out of it. The next day he was taken out. So there is the real stories of people blowing it or saying something completely inappropriate in a meeting, sexist or whatever it might be. There's like, what are you thinking? So people have seen a lot of carnage from the poor use of humor. But that's also because people are left to their own devices solely with no tools to to start to find out what feels right. And so that's, uh, so humor is so powerful and so useful. uh, And yet it's so elusive and that's crazy to be that elusive.
0: (laughs) Sometimes it's like common sense. Cause I remember in college we had a speaker come in one time and she was a very well-known New York times columnist and she opened with a joke that was so racy. I wouldn't even repeat it here. And I went to Marymount college and the auditorium was filled with nuns. Uh People got up and walked out. And so, I mean, what was she thinking? She knew, I mean, maybe she didn't know the audience. So that's where, you know, it comes into really knowing who you're talking to. And the other thing, what I wanted to ask you about is there's, there's a misconception sometimes that if you laugh a lot or if you joke around that maybe you're not serious about your business. I mean, that's sort of something that I kind of worry about because I have a good sense of humor. But when I first meet yeah. a client, I don't say anything funny unless they start something, but usually yeah. pretty quiet. Do you find that, like, how do you navigate those waters? Like if you have a new client?
1: The truth is we're doing it right now. I mean, you just be authentic. Now, if you, if you think you have a nice sense of humor, great. Uh, you know, the most important thing is, you, you know, humor and a human kind of go well together. There's a reason they're spelled so similarly. They are just a a place for... What's my line? I like my line. When you make people smile or laugh, they win our hearts, our respect, and our trust. So yes, even if uh, you're a client... You could even potentially have a, a cartoon you think they might enjoy uh, as you're in the discussion somewhere. Just some something you think sh- shows... You, if you don't think you could do it verbally or just naturally, mm-hmm. then just kind of offer be generous. So you know what? You're in the uh, used car business. I, I thought... You might enjoy this little piece here or whatever. It's just some effort to try to bridge that humor divide because that's where our hearts like each other. Mm-hmm. And and the real goal in a, any kind of a con- conversation is to develop some likeness, yeah. likability, friendship, warmth. Humor is just good That obviously just being yourself is your best bet. And hopefully right. in that conversation, you guys find a laugh together. But still in a more formal situation, you, you've got to prepare and you got to have a, a plan. you got to have a little bit of a strategy. And the, the problem is most people are left just to look into the vast um, web world, and it's just not precise enough.
0: Right, right. And it's true. It's like, yeah, I, I think you kind of have to feel out people for you know where their humor is. Right. Like if I get on, and this has happened a couple of times, I've gotten on a phone call with a new client, and they immediately start pointing out like my background stuff because I I like fun things so yeah, yeah. you know I have abstract art I have and and if somebody starts talking about that or the llama with the the glasses on, and they start laughing about it, then I know already that they have a good sense of humor. But it, that's pretty rare. But for one, I always feel like okay, this is somebody I know I'll get along with because they're they're light you know they're not so right serious, you know uh, but what but, do- again,
1: but again that's why you use potential aids mm-hmm. uh to facilitate that you know breaking that ice so you know one of the things i suggest people do is you know do a little research uh, obviously whether it be if it's one-on-one in, in a meeting like this or in a dm or, or wherever you might do it and see if you can find something that they personally are surprised you kind of they didn't see that coming that is right to their life right now. That's funny. The minute you make that, they say that's funny. What they're really saying is, I like you and right. I trust you now, and let's get started getting becoming friends together and see if we can work together. So it just you got to put the effort in. But yeah. again, left to our own devices, I think it's really hard, yeah, uh, just to come up with something clever, fun.
0: It is, yeah. And so the cartoons is that what um, as far as solving like problems that present presenters have you mentioned earlier that you don't have to like the presenter that showed that cartoon wasn't particularly funny himself but then the cartoon came up so that can fill in the gaps of if you wanted to add some humor and you're not funny yourself you could do something like that right
1: it gets so much better than that this is where i'm going to get serious about humor is that uh, you know people are judgmental about each other so we're if you don't find a way to make that heartfelt connection you're swimming up you got a head you got a headwind so he, for example, everybody's in there assuming he's going to be boring. Uh, and he was. And now if he's boring, that means he's dull. And if he's dull, I probably, he's not very smart. And if he's not very smart, I probably don't want to do any business. That was a VC meeting. I'm probably not going to give him any money. So, so that's where people go. Even in any presentation, people are reticent. They're busy you know, in a meeting or sales presentation. People are like, eh, TikTok, dude, connect with me here, or I'm, you know, I'm going to check out. You. So, you know, that's the business case for humor. And it's a very big business case because, and then if you, if you get it done early on, you put a big smile on people's faces; they appreciate it. Now they flip from negative and from reticent to open. Um, they now have new judgments about you. Boy, I like this person. This, And of course, if you make people smile or laugh, this science says people now see you as competent, confident and, and uh, you know, and likable. There's so many upsides. It's it's insane not to to hit this mark, right. um, but it's crazy. What's more crazy is there's no very few tools to help people, first of all, realize the, the opportunity and two, to see that opportunity and, and get there. So that's what's, when I got into the science of the downside of not making that connection uh, and the fact there's literally nothing out there, uh, you know, there's cartoons, there's a lot of good stuff, but I know nothing specific for that problem and to solve that. I, I I laugh at that reality, but yeah.
0: <laughs> so so ironically, it was funny. But the uh, so you have like your company, you have a library of cartoons. Like you you would just search for what you just do a search, and you can come up. with. That's
1: right. So the perfect cartoon is has about twenty thousand images in it. Oh wow! Includes cartoons, includes memes, includes quotes too. And the idea is just simply you could type in sales, you could type in copy. Uh, you could type in accounting you could type in, you know, you kind of figure out what this person's into and, and do a couple of word searches. Like, so how I use on LinkedIn quite a bit is someone will be uh, posting about something and I'll look for one word in that post that I think is relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be frustration. It could be stress. And then I'll type that. And then I'll, now I'm looking at a variety of images and I think okay, that one, that's good enough to at least demonstrate that I'm, I'm, I got your point and here's a touche on your point. Yeah, with a little smile so there's that so but simply it gives me confidence i will find something rapidly that i can share that will uh hit the mark and that they'll enjoy and plus i find that i'm getting a lot of likes on my comments mm-hmm. i don't know if that's normal but that's an additional
0: yeah well i did see i went on the site and i noticed that you have you have a bunch of uh, free resources as well right well,
1: the site's all free
0: Isn't there a premium? Is there a premium? um...
1: There is, but it's still coming. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. I was going to ask about men and women. I just heard the other day, uh, I was listening to some interview, I forget what it was, uh, um, but Johnny Carson would never hire a female writer for his show. Mm. And that seems to be something that back then was more common now. I mean, do you, because men and women, there's a lot of talk about. How oh, women can't be funny, and 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 that. what do you, what's your take on that? Do you think they're equal?
1: Well, you know, so I wrote a, a blog on on my website about women uh, and the, the humor situation, and and the way it's set up is that women are not taken seriously. There's consequences if they, you know, they they're they're not considered. Uh, you can't be likable and serious if you're a woman, et cetera, blah blah blah, all nonsense. But really, it all comes down to with humor is the quality of humor. Doesn't matter what gender you are. If you present and make a point with a brilliant piece of humor, it could be a quote, it could be a cartoon, but you you really make it, you make the point you're making stronger and you make the point more memorable and more warmly presented. That's the main problem with everybody's humor, whether men or women, is just the poor quality. And that's why I'm a big fan of cartoons, because you can really, you know, these people are spending their nights and days crafting. Every possible, including women and men's issues, including you know exec executive. I've got a category called ex, uh, women executives. I think it's called that. And so there, there's cartoons all about that one very niche topic. But there it is. So what happened was is the cartoon industry is very um, spread out, and and they're not they have they have no marketing tool ready right, for it to, and certainly no search tool. So. To be able to take their genius and not have it be lost out there and not organized is a waste of everybody's time and a waste of that industry's incredible contribution. So I'm trying to help elevate that industry into a mainstream business humor connection tool.
0: What do you think it is with B2B in particular, like SaaS? Um, There are some companies that do use humor, but do you think, why are they so afraid of it? Do they think they're not going to be taken seriously? I mean, what do you- All of
1: that. And you, you put that all in your thing. You know, one of my, my tagline is B2B doesn't have to stand for boring to boring. You know, I just think it's nonsense is what it is. It's just, it's 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 stupid is what it is. Because the, 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 the opportunity is so huge and it's coming. I will share this with you. You know, mindfulness 10 years ago was a a term for new age people. Right. And then it kind of caught fire and mindfulness became a mainstream theme in business. And, and it really didn't have much of a business application other than hopefully being calmer and as working. But humor is coming. The humor wave is coming. The tools are coming. The recognition of its opportunities coming. It's crazy to be in sales and not charm that audience. Ideally, one of my lines is, make your audience feel as good as possible, as fast as possible, for as long as possible, but mainly as good as possible, as fast as possible, because you have to win over people. You have to reduce the tension between their ego and their minds and you and what you have to offer. Right. Uh, and whether it be a presenter or be a salesperson or in a DM. Uh, so that's why when you talk about the charming writing, so cop, I'm going to go to copywriting really quick. And that is really important. It's really difficult though to write charming, likable, laugh-induced, smile-inducing copy. It's one of the hardest things there is to do. And it's one of the most powerful, even more powerful than cartoons because it's it's embedded in the conversation right there. So I had an idea earlier, which was copywriters can take cartoon captions and describe the cartoon and just put the caption in there in the copy that even show the, ca- the cartoon. They can link to the cartoon, but that allows them to find copy that's already been tested and is really right. smart, that's, that's pointed on the ca- topic they want to talk about. So that's one thing I was just saying. How can I add, how can I help copywriters use great humor and put, because it really is surprisingly charming and, and uh, appealing for readers. And they immediately think really good things about the writer.
0: Right. Yeah. It's interesting that, um, yeah, I used to write a really humorous newsletter for it when I was in the fitness business. And now it's funny because I had people tell me, I save your newsletter till I get to work because I know I'm going to laugh out loud because it was just. Right. It was very, it was really humor based, but I had good points in it too. But now that I'm writing for copywriters and marketers, I've taken that down because I know that I've taken it down a notch as far as mm-hmm. the humor, because I feel like people, you know, you hear all the time, we just want you to get to the point, like show us what it is that we need to know, and it it seems like um, you can't really, it's hard to weave humor into that, like even with the carousel I did yesterday about how to use humor well. And I put a little bit of humor in the beginning of the post, but it was pretty much just cut and dry. I mean, you know, what? How do you know when to to add humor? Or it it just seems like there's always that conundrum. You know, it's like, what do you do? Like, do you take a chance, or do you? Is it just matter testing?
1: You 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 have to take a chance. You're leaving too much uh, goodwill on the table, on the Mm -hmm. floor. Mm -hmm. Too much goodwill on the cutting room floor because the minute you make somebody smile. Their mind just flips all in your favor. They fall in love with you in a small, cute little way. We just do. When people put, make us, we're just so desperate to, to lighten up yeah. and if can do that through a text on a computer, our respect for them jumps. So you don't have to drown people in it, but you want to be able to prove or demonstrate it because that adds to your credibility and your appeal mm-hmm. uh, and your, uh, you know, as a person they want to know. So that's why Monty on your little thing said, you know, I like the, uh, that he had, he, he, Monty commented on your thing about the, the email. People said, our email is not boring, you know, whatever that comment was, on your thing. So uh, we're desperate for people who can make us smile.
0: Well, I've had, I write email sequences for clients. And I had one client who, uh, he's B2B, it's an accounting software, very serious type of product. And he said, I want this to be, light, I want to add humor. So I poured it on. He burst out laughing when I showed him the emails. There was one I had in the subject line, the 90s call dot dot dot. And it says they want their flip phone back because oh of because uh, he the product that he was presenting was, you know, he said to me, he says, I don't know, people are still in the 90s with their accounting software. Oh, and yeah. to the present. So I used that. Like, are you still wearing the leg warmers? Like, I forget how I worded it, but he said, I love this. And they ended up landing a lot of business from it. I'm always nervous when people ask for humor and then I give it to them because a lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes it doesn't land well if I don't get the voice right. And that's like any copywriter. I mean, you always get the voice right. So, yeah. And uh, it's interesting about the science behind humor because I have seen that. And one of the things I said in my post yesterday is that it's shown that with the small pages on your page like a 404 page the contact us page like that's where yeah. you can test out humor and it's been shown to increase your um, opt-ins by like 50 percent, which is huge
1: that's right and even a cartoon on a web page if it's really that nails it uh it causes people to keep reading uh you and it relaxes them because now that you put a smile on their face okay so you touche what else you got to say here so i mean it just there's no question that if you could wave a magic wand you we'd be using humor really with great efficacy and smartly and and charmingly. We just would. It's a question of the fear of failure. And that is, you know, we went to the moon. There's a big risk of going to the moon. We do a lot of things. And for some reason, this one area, we're a little more dicey and a little more nervous about. And that's fine. But, you know, in the dating world, if you don't make that person smile, it's it's over. In the, you know, relationship world, in the business world. So I just suggest everybody buckle up. It's coming. So get on the wagon and don't be left behind and and you win. The first ones to the to the finish line are going to be the ones who win with this. If it was a new technology called humor and it does all these things, what you want it? Of course, how much do I got to pay to get to, to be able to use this stuff versus the stuff that does, doesn't offer me these metrics and doesn't yeah. offer me these new... And like you just said, you had an example. He said, I, that was the best response I've ever gotten in an email or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the future, guys. So... Get you know the whole insurance industry's on board the Super Bowl. It's obviously I don't just give me the funniest ad. I'll give you five million dollars. Right. So we're we're st- we're still slow because of the supposed risk factor, yeah. which I think is uh, is valid. But you can't stop there. It's, there's just too much opportunity now to to answer the question about the uh, copyright stuff with cartoons and all that and all that material. Um, obviously, memes are—you can do what you want, I guess, with them. And quotes are out there, but cartoons. What I say about cartoons: if you're going to be using it for commercial purposes, then you you need to negotiate whatever they're asking for. If you're using it, you know, in, a, in the email, just to somebody, a one-time customer, to try to bring them lightness, you're good to go. You can always, uh, you know, link to a cartoon so you, they they discover that cartoonist themselves. So it's always nice to give a shout out yeah. to a cartoonist who who does something really. Sweet and and lets you deliver something really nice to somebody, but you know my thing is, for God's sake, less fear, more fun. let's get going, folks. let's start using humor. I'm telling you in the next ten years, we're going to wonder what the dark days are behind us, and we're now everybody's much more skilled at using humor well
0: that yeah, I long
1: for that day <laughs> <laughs> well, and you and I you and I do because we like to be on the receiving end of it. I know.
0: Do you, have, so cartoons would be an easy way for somebody who thinks they don't have uh, a sense of humor to use, like what else can somebody do to kind of add a little bit of humor to either a presentation or an email or, or what are your, your best tips for that?
1: Well, you know, your, your friend who that uh, you did a podcast with a while ago, she was saying that, you know, 65% of all people are visual learners.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Kate Newman. Yeah, and 90 percent of all information sent to the brain is visual. So, given that you know cartoons still have a, a, their place, and so you know, I, I tell people really, uh, if you if and, and if you can share a, a humor verbally, that's really that, that people kind of like that even better. It means they kind of makes them realize you have a sense of humor, etc. And that's important. And just sometimes that, that's a benefit of not just showing it, although you get a lot of credit for showing it. But if you can actually speak it there's not that many great jokes out there and they're kind of difficult to do. So there's some one line, some great quotes, like not lots of them. I would just say really my favorite new thing is just find a cartoon you love and, and describe the setting and deliver the caption. That's turns into a joke. You've said something funny. You have not shown a visual. You've created a visual. You've gotten credit for the fact that you, they now realize you've got to get that. You spotted that cartoon and they might even, and, and you might, even, and those who want, I'll send you, like, send me, give me your email, I'll send you that cartoon. It's a great cartoon. I just, I saw it this morning. I'm sharing with you, right? So you're, you're using the humor and, and it still lands really well. In fact, it lands better in their imagination and you said it. And so it's a little even more intimate than the visual. So yeah. that's all I really think about because humor is hard. Yeah. Coming up with a, I mean, you've you already demonstrated to me, you have a sense of humor, which is a remarkable skill, but it's rare. I don't know. It's not easy for me to write humor. I mean, I'll, i work on it. I've done standup and it's, it's, it's very intense. And then you got to make sure it's right and get the right response. So I generally, I've been, I've been using my perfect cartoon tool and it it gets, does what I need to do fast. Mm-hmm. I'm not promoting it. I don't, but simply saying if it didn't exist, I don't know where I'd go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. Standup is really hard. Cause I can't imagine. Did, how long did you do that for you did it? I
1: did it from college onwards. Really? And, uh, and I was very good. I was a genius in college. I, was, I would wing stuff. And I, I don't know how I was. I was like a savant back then. I, I look at my old stuff like, geez, whatever that guy.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> but it's, it's difficult. You have to have a knack for it. You have to have been the class clown and worked it out for the first five years in high school and being silly. But then you, you have to recraft really it and test it and, uh, and get the response. It's an entire undertaking. Still fun and worth it. But it's you know, talk about risk. It's it's you know, and then forgetting your lines and that's the uh,
0: yeah. I mean, and I don't know how because I have a lot of I follow a lot of stand up comics on like TikTok and on YouTube and they're great. Like, the best ones are the ones that make it look effortless, and you know yeah. that it took so much practice, you know. I I just can't imagine. You know. There
1: is no effortless going on there. That is, that is oh, fifty then a hundred times. Now you know Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Love Sebastian. <laughs>
0: He's kind of nuts. He's like all over that stage. But he's yeah, he's,
1: he's nut he nut makes,
0: kid. I was, I was looking, he makes like $40 million a year. Something cool.
1: They're all, those guys are up there.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah Jim Gaffigan.
0: Right.
1: Love Jim. Jim is great.
0: Um, oh, Brian of uh, Regan. I saw him.
1: Brian O'Regan's Regan's phenomenal. These guys he's are. Probably my favorite. And those guys are on my website. I've got a section called stand up. You know, what I, I curated their best one minute. Okay. Uh, I have to check. My humor uh, comedy clips page. And and the reason I do that is because I do believe that you can show a one minute comedy clip in a presentation early, ideally, and because the crowd laughter is contagious in the room. So I mean, and if, and, and because it's short and it's on point, uh, you can really lighten up that room, and they don't even see it coming. It's like that's they're in a whole different mood now. Sixty right. seconds later. So I'm I that industry has you got to be short, not long, but you can deliver a great you know sixty seconds. Or less, uh, and I, I, even on LinkedIn, I'll show a thirty to sixty second clip, and I'll, that's my best response of, of the week.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. This is so cool. I can't wait to. I'm going to go back on the website and look at those cartoons again. But yeah, where can people find you, and if they want more information on on your company?
1: Great. Uh, go to humorpoint.com. It's you know like PowerPoint, humor point. That was the whole idea of the name. Uh, and there you can find all kinds of great tools, and then. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn at Robert Quick Bostic, uh, somewhere <laughs> in, whatever my name is on there. And uh, contact me anytime.
0: Awesome. I'll put all those uh, links in the show notes too. So people. Thanks,
1: Linda. Really nice to meet you. How great.
0: This has been a lot of fun. Thanks. Thanks again.
1: And that is a wrap
0: of today's episode. I hope you found some actionable advice that you can use to help you improve your copy conversions. And for even more copywriting exclusive tips, Be sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for my weekly newsletter so you don't miss a beat. And as always, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review. It really helps me out. Talk again soon.